welcome to Gavin Gilmore. I'm Jackie. And I'm Catherine. We're sisters, moms, and in our humble opinion, Gilmore Girls experts. So grab some coffee and red vines. And join us for a stroll through Starfellow. Hi, everyone. Today's topic is really the core of Gilmore Girls, the mother-daughter relationship between Lorelai and Rory. Let's get into it. Yeah. I mean, this is the core of the show. As a friend just said to us the other day, like, that is Gilmore Girls, the mother-daughter relationship, right? It sure is. Yeah. And, I mean, when Amy Sherman Palladino created the show, I read about this a little bit in the Gilmore Girls companion book. Um, So the story goes that she and her agent slash manager you know, went to the network and delivered a couple of ideas. And I think the mother-daughter relationship was lowest on their list. But when the two first ideas kind of tanked, they just ran with that one. I think it was revolutionary at the time to have a single mother who was young raising a teenage daughter. I don't think that was something that we'd really seen on TV. No, I don't think we had. Without that male role model relationship, the two... Right. parent household that was so common in TV. This, this was revolutionary. Exactly. Even for the WB, because I know at the time, their biggest thing was Seventh Heaven in the late 90s. And they were trying to, I think they had just gotten um, Dawson's Creek and Felicity in the late 90s were starting up. And so that was about the time that Amy pitched the show. Um, that was my time. They loved it. I know. Dawson's Creek, Felicity. Right. Loved the W. All good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I know. So their relationship, of course, centers the show. And what's so interesting about Lorelai and Rory is that it's just vastly different from Lorelai and Emily. That's right. And that's the juxtaposition that we see throughout the series. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're dealing with throughout. That's something that we watch Lorelai struggle with throughout. Definitely. Definitely. And do you remember... They actually talked about it at one point, Lorelai and Emily, that they have this, you know, if you've been watching for a long time, you know, they have this very complicated, fraught relationship that is not strong. It's not a strong mother-daughter relationship. And there's that episode when they go to the spa called There's the Rub. And Emily almost tricks her into going, kind of. And they just have a really hard time bonding. And Lorelai... I, actually, Emily says to her, "Why can't we have what you and Laura, what you and Rory have?" And Lorelai is like, "Mom, Rory and I are best friends first, mother daughter second, and you and I are always mother daughter first. And Emily's response was so interesting. She was just like, "Well, that's what I was raised to do. That's what we thought was proper. We weren't supposed to be best friends with our daughters." And that comment, that conversation, I think, is just like a huge, almost pinnacle of the show. It says so much in that little conversation. That You're so right. And isn't that something, too, as parents that we hear a lot, like Mm -hmm. that confusion about how much of a friend you're supposed to be to your child and there are really strong opinions about that. There are. You hear people say, I am not to be a friend to my child. I'm not here to be friends with my child. And then we get the flip side of that with people who really want to be bonded to their children. And I think Mm -hmm. over time, we see that ebb and flow and that change 
with parenting styles. Yes. And I think there's a lot of confusion as a parent as to how to approach that. There is. friendship. There is, especially if you want to. I think for a lot of parents, it seems understandable that when they're young, you need to really be that parental figure. But then as they start to age, I think there are a lot of moms out there, me included, who hope that when, you know, I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I hope that when she's older, we can be more of those friends, but still not losing the mother-daughter relationship. It's a tricky balance. Right, walking that line. So I think that's what we really want to dig into today. How did Lorelai walk that line? Right. And how did Emily walk that line? I think we know. I I think we know. (laughs) Emily used a lot of manipulation, that's for sure. You mentioned that earlier. (laughs) She did. Poor Emily. I know. (laughs) She tried. She tried. She tries. But she was raised, she lived in this world that was so focused on hierarchy and rules and what's proper that she was never going to have that kind of relationship with a daughter feeling comfortable to come to her with her most pressing problems, right? I think that I heard Emily and Richard say the word procedure how many times throughout the series? (laughs) There is a proper procedure (laughs) that you need to follow. And I'm not sure that Lorelai felt there was a proper procedure to follow when she was parenting Rory. So funny. It reminds (laughs) me of all the times that Emily Gilmore has also, that they've referenced Emily Post. (laughs) In the show, who's, if you don't know, is um, like a Miss Manners type person. And they're always like, but Emily, you know, what would Emily Post say about this? And it it almost makes me wonder if Emily Gilmore had some kind of parenting book, like one book that she read before becoming a parent. And this told her what she was supposed to do. And that was what she relied on. And that was it. Girl, I literally just (laughs) wrote down parenting book. And then you said it. Like, this is how connected we are. That's why we're sisters, Jackie. (laughs) Parenting books. Like, who is reading them? What are we taking from them? Who had them and access to them? And I think a number of times throughout the series, people ask Lorelai, what parenting books did you read? I know for sure Suki asks her. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Sherry does, too. And Sherry. Sherry. What parenting books did you read? Mm-hmm. And she, of course, makes light of it because she mm-hmm. didn't. She's going on instinct. No. So yeah. She always made jokes about being a teenager. I think it was a way for them to reference again. Lorelai was a teen a mom. Teen. Like, yeah, we get it. But Absolutely. Yeah. Um, she she wasn't reading the books. She She's was going on. Inst- well, here's the thing, Jackie. She was going on instinct. But don't you feel like she was also going on rebellion? There's, there's this, there's this coach I am connected with, Brandilyn Tebow. She's awesome. And she has this whole thing about if you're parenting from a place of wanting to do the opposite of your parents, it's not necessarily the most empowering place to be. Whereas you can also just sort of be aware of how your parents parented and maybe want to do things a little bit differently. But if you're in this energy of wanting to do something completely opposite, like that's, I don't know. That's not necessarily agree. The, yeah. The most empowering place to be. Yeah. And I think we're like, we're digging in deep to parenting right now. And yeah, we are. Yeah. And I, should we mention again that we're both parents? Yeah. I think (laughs) we should. Episode number one. (laughs) Hello. We are parents. (laughs) We are mothers. (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and yours I, are older. Mine are older. Yeah. My, I have twins who are um, about to turn 19. And um, I think that we both do have a passion, though, for parenting. And that's, at this point, watching the show as a parent mm. is what stood out to us, you know, because we talked about that we watched it when it aired. Yeah. And so I we was were young. 20-something. <laughs> yep. And... It was a lot of fun to watch. It resonated in a lot of ways. And then to rewatch it as a parent, mm-hmm. I started to, re- to see a lot of themes and to watch it with a more critical eye um, and to really pay attention to some of the things that Lorelai was doing. And yeah. I, th- I know Lorelai is a beloved character. Yeah. And, um, she is the kind of personality I think that so many people would love to be. Yeah. We all want to be that extrovert who can walk through a town and have everyone love us mm-hmm. like, and make jokes at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, be the life of a party. Yep. You know, she, yeah, she's Take amazing. Strides. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. She starts her own business. You know, there's so many amazing things about Lorelai. So she is yep. definitely, I think, a lot of people who watch the show would agree they love her. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think there is that look at Lorelai that she was almost like this real perfect character. But I think mm-hmm. we can dig in a little more deeply to um, some of her parenting with, with Rory. Yeah. And because it, it, it makes you wonder whether her parenting even changed that much from age 16 mm-hmm. to age 32. Because when we, when we meet Lorelai and Rory, she's 32, right? Yes. Ish. Yeah. Um, and, but I think she's different than many 32 year olds, 32 year old parents would be if they had more recently had children, you know, it's like, she didn't necessarily do a lot of maturing in those teen to 20 years. You feel like she, I mean, she missed a lot that, yeah, those are pivotal years of growth for everybody. Um, and we see her go through a lot of that while she's parenting. Yeah. Um, I What springs to mind is um, when Rory's going through the college process. Mm. And we see that as a really tough time for Lorelai. It is. And I'd love to dig into that more. Yeah, we're going to have to spend an entire episode yeah. on that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, um, yeah. But today, I think we want to look at the times when their best friendship worked out well for them and when it didn't. So we can start with, yeah. when did it work out well for yeah. Lorelai and Rory? Right. I think like the there were some really good times that their sort of, quote, best friend relationship was helpful for Rory, um, especially when Rory... Oh, sorry. When Lorelai encouraged her to do things that she might not do ordinarily, because we know and love Rory as very introverted character. She didn't necessarily love socializing. Um, she was happy at home with a book. And that's cool. So I, f- I think some parents want, like, almost <laughs> wish their kid was like that's that. Right. But Lorelai saw that mm, maybe she needs a little nudge here and there to get out of her comfort zone, to break out of her shell. So we see... Um, originally when, when Rory and Dean start dating and there's a Chilton dance and Rory is like, oh, I'm not going to that. When Emily asks about it at dinner 
And Lorelai nudges her a little bit. She's like, yeah, well, remind me why you're not going. And Rory's like, well, I hate dances. And Lorelai's like, yeah, okay. But wait, how do you know that? Because you've never been to a dance. That's right. You know. And what I loved about those nudges was how they were so non-judgmental. Yeah. In nature. She really came to it from a place of that best friendship Mm -hmm. rather than the way that her mother would have approached it. Exactly. Because Emily was sitting there at that Friday night dinner being like, well, of course you're going to go to the children dance. Of course you're going to go. But then in the car on the way home, Lorelai was a little more nuanced about it. You know, like, well, it's not just what you see on 16 Candles. It can be a little better, right? Like, you'll get all dressed up. And with this boy you like, she was kind of building out a vision for what it could be like, which is cool. That's right. And she always has the pop culture reference to go with it. Always. <laughs> so and I don't fun. know if I quoted that right. It yeah, might we'll have been a it. different John Hughes movie. Yeah. It was, there's always a John Hughes movie yeah, yeah. quote in there. Yeah. yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, agree. She always gently encourages her out of her comfort zone, which is awesome. Yeah. And then there was that other time with social interactions again when Rory was at Chilton um, when the headmaster was kind of insisting that both of them get more um, involved in the school. Yes. Do you remember when the guidance counselor Ooh, pulled yeah. Rory aside and said, you need to socialize more? And at first, Lorelai kind of stood up for her. Like, how dare they tell you to be somebody else? Um, yes. You are who you are. You have Lane. You have Dean. You know, they don't know that. They don't know your star's hollow life. But then she also kind of came around to it, you know, and was like, well, um, leaving the door open for other friendships at Chilton, which Rory didn't really develop that much. (laughs) But in that episode, kind of tried with the puffs. That's right. She did. Yeah. And it, it, what do you think about that? Did it work out for her? Right. <laughs> but, no. but, but again, <laughs> encouraging her to have friends, to open herself up. Even I was thinking about uh, when we're talking about opening, opening the door at Yale when she's there in the party. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I was Paris just call, thinking of that. And Paris knows to call Lorelai. And again, it's that sort of best right. friend. I'm going to call our other friend, not so much your mom, but your other friend. Um, to get her to convince you to open our door for a party. Yes. Who would think to do that? I I'm going to call your mom to talk no. about a party at college? Right. That's not real normal. Um, I would say that never happens. <laughs> no, I would say that too. <laughs> yeah, it is. that. Yeah, the fact that she knew that Lorelai could have some influence yes. on Rory's having more of a social life. Yeah. That is just, it's just kind of Yeah, it's a of. funny thought process. Yeah. But she was right, and it worked. It worked, yeah. yeah. And I think these were these were helpful instances for Rory to push her out of her shell a little bit more, as you said, mm-hmm. like bringing some curiosity to it, mm-hmm. um, not the same judgment that Emily might have. So let's talk about some times that are kind of in the middle, like not necessarily mm. worked well for Rory or worked badly for her, but the whole sex and pregnancy thing. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah. I mean, it's a big topic and we'll probably do another full episode on this at some point um but I feel like a lot of people you would assume right away that because Lorelai and Rory have this super close relationship that Rory will come to her with everything regarding boys regarding you know sex and birth control and all that stuff we don't necessarily see that that pans out right that's right Rory seems to hide those relationships from yeah. Lorelai initially, yeah. which is surprising 
as a viewer, we'd expect Rory to run to Lorelai immediately to tell her, mm-hmm. I kiss Dean. Right. Or even when they start talking. Yeah. Um, even I'm like this guy this made me a bracelet. That's right. Yeah. Like, that's who's a big this? deal. And I remember being confused by that and wondering, why is Rory not running to her? Yeah. Um, and I remember at one point, you know, Lorelai, when she goes to tell Lorelai and Lorelai's upset about the refrigerator breaking. Mm. Um, and I think in that moment, we're seeing where Rory has to hold back mm. some of her own feelings because she knows that her mom is dealing with a lot as a single parent. She's dealing with the refrigerator breaking. I think Lorelai yells, I hate my life um, in that moment. And and that's when she was planning to tell her, was it the kiss? Was that after she kisses Maybe. And I knew she was excitedly running to tell her um, about the boy. And she gets stopped by Lorelai dealing with real life. Right. And rather than go ahead and tell her anyway, she sort of respects. And I I always try to want to analyze that. Is it respecting Lorelai or is it sort of Rory has learned to put herself second a little bit and I want to dig into that later um that Lorelai is such that big personality that she needs to let Lorelai be first I think there's a lot of merit there with what you're saying Mm -hmm. um and it's funny when I was originally thinking of it of Rory hiding Dean from her mom I remember Lane actually asked her point blank like well why don't you talk to Lorelai about this she has more boy experience than I do kind of a thing and Rory, Rory was like, well, it's just different. I think she said something like that. And to me, I was thinking that Rory believed the topic of boys was kind of off limits with Lorelai because she knew the teen pregnancy thing was so sensitive for mm. Lorelai. And that might not be why she wanted to talk about it. It's but really you're you're so true. Yeah, I think your your point is yeah. really good too, though, about like wanting to kind of shield her from yeah. things because she knew Lorelai was so busy and yeah. so. But that's of, another like, way an of shielding her home. mother, mm-hmm. um, that fear, yeah, of her mother's, of Rory, getting involved with boys sexually, potentially becoming pregnant and following in Lorelai's footsteps. Yeah, because we know that that's Lorelai's biggest fear. Right. Is Rory, and, quote, and Rory becoming abs- like her? absorbed that early because at this point we know of, we pretty much assume Rory's had no interactions with boys romantically. That's right. Before Dean, right? That, yeah, not that we know of. <laughs> not that we know of. Right. Not much. No. There's probably not much she there. She seemed oblivious to boys. It was her first kiss yes. and everything. And I'm just thinking too of the number of times that Lorelai said to Rory, quote you are your mother's daughter and sort of imposing this on Rory whether she really is or not yeah I think that's questionable it is questionable because their their personalities are really different very different um and I think yeah she made that joke about dancing on tables before Rory went to one of her first house parties (laughs) yes kind of like well no one ever expects to do that but it's like we know Rory's not really the type at this point as a 17 year old in her senior year that's going to get on a table and dance in the middle of a party that's not who she is no not happening but it's probably who Lorelai was at age 16 right so she carries that fear with her yeah and And puts it on Rory puts it on Rory yeah yeah. So th- these are the, yeah, these are the ways that it does not benefit Rory. Right. <laughs> Some and of that then, stuff that Lorelai didn't get to work through. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were come like some in between stuff too. So Jackie, do you remember when um Rory kissed Tristan yes. right after the Dean <laughs> breakup? She did not tell Lorelai about no. that for a while. Yeah. That was another time that she kind of hid things. Um and then with with Jess, even just the I think the fact of liking Jess, she kind of hid from Lorelai too which was understandable given that she had a boyfriend right and she knew that her mother so this was one time where Lorelai was judging Mm -hmm. um, Rory judging someone that Rory liked being around and Rory knew that so she was definitely hiding that aspect of her life from her mother yeah and she knew she wasn't deep down doing sort of the quote right thing that's right you know, because it was not that she was being unfaithful at that point, but like sort mm-hmm. of, you know, she was emotionally interested in somebody mm-hmm. else who wasn't her boyfriend, her boyfriend who looked really good on paper. That's right. <laughs> and in real life, I suppose. <laughs> the perfect boy. Every, right. Everyone said how amazing Dean was. We just upset the Dean haters. I know, right? Oh, no. <laughs> we but called we're him the perfect lo- boy. We're not Dean lovers either. I know. Well, it's like the town said that's right. that Dean was perfect. That's right. Lorelai eventually was- said Dean was perfect. But like, I'll just say right now, this is Catherine. I do not think Dean was perfect <laughs> and at all. We have a lot to unpack with Dean, obviously. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> One so- other thing I wanted to talk about, and I'm not sure if this is their relationship working out for Rory or not. But the way that Lorelai, whether she maintained Rory's relationship with her father or not, and whether she maintained Rory's relationship with her grandparents or not. Yes. Because throughout the series, we see Lorelai having her own struggles. We'll start with Christopher, with Christopher. And she usually says to Rory, this doesn't involve you you need to have your own feelings about him. And we hear that a lot. We do, right? Like, he's still your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is great. You know, that's a mature way of looking at A lot of parents who are younger might not be able to feel that way and relay that message. Mm -hmm. Um, And we see a lot of confusion for Rory with that. That's a difficult topic. Totally. And relationship to maintain. What do you think about that? Yeah, because she has to do it on her own. Mm -hmm. So how even if your mom is saying to you this, you know, you should have your own relationship with your father. This doesn't have to impact it. How do you go about doing that as a teenager? You don't really have the emotional maturity necessarily Mm -hmm. to continue that relationship. And I think that was hard for Rory over time, even as she grew up. Right. She had to make decisions about whether to go to his new wife's baby, right, shower, baby shower or his wet you know all of these decisions yeah, the she had to make yeah the c-section <laughs> on her own uh that, that, those are hard decisions yeah and then when her parents are fighting whether she should be speaking to him and telling her mother about it or not mm-hmm. and what you were getting at too about like we don't know what happened for those first 15 years <laughs> did Lorelai try to encourage a relationship with Chris or was it kind of out of her hands was Christopher just really not available or did she give off this air of we're fine we're together the two of us we don't necessarily need you that's right 
And they don't dig into that until no. the revival. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, say more about that. Yeah, I know. And a lot of a lot of people listening, I feel, might be like, Ugh, you know, the revival or whatever. <laughs> people have such mixed feelings about it. I know you don't watch it that much, right, during mm-hmm. your, re- your rewatches. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually, at this point now, when I'm done with, because you and I are just on a constant loop constant. of rewatching <laughs> Gilmore. So when I finish seven, lately I've been going right to the revival. So I feel like I've I have it a little deeper deeper in me now. Nice. Rory, so this is like the very end of the revival when okay, spoilers ahead, people. <laughs> major spoilers ahead. Um, this whole podcast is full yeah. of them, but I feel like I need to say mm-hmm. it here. There's a point at which Rory knows she's pregnant. But we don't know she's pregnant. And she goes to talk to Christopher. And she's writing the memoir of her and her mother's life. And she goes to Christopher. And she asks him these very kind of blunt and deep questions about, do you regret not being there for me um, while I was growing up? And he's like, whoa, (laughs) where is this coming from? (laughs) And for her, it was more about the future of her baby and the, and the baby's father, which mm-hmm. we can speculate some other time about yep. who that is. Um, <laughs> so I think she was kind of like reconciling her own childhood and thinking about her future child's life at the same time. Agree. But if, so if we believe what Christopher said that day, it was really that he was kind of like, yeah, I regret, you know, not being there for you as much as I could have. But at the same time, it went exactly as as it was supposed to go. Lorelai didn't really need me, I think, was kind of where he landed. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's a, the lovely. Which we could debate. <laughs> lovely feeling for Christopher. Right? <laughs> that's so nice to be able to uh, <laughs> look back at your responsibility and say, oh, but mm-hmm. I wasn't really needed there. Someone else had it. I mean, good for you, Christopher. <laughs> I know. Right. Like maybe that's just the story he's telling himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I land with that. But. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Lorelai <laughs> did give off a vibe of it's me and Rory. There isn't really any room in this house for anyone but the two of us. Absolutely. We saw that with Max. You know, we saw that with whatever guy she was dating. Yep. She didn't really want anyone else infringing on their little duo. That's right. And we're... I go with that is I think that Lorelai desired to be truly known and loved for who she was. And she had 16 years growing up in a household where she did not feel that way. True. And all of a sudden she had this little person and I think she saw Rory as the opportunity to have someone in her life who truly knew and understood her. Mm. Yeah. Now, I mean, in terms of parenting, that's generally not why we have kids. No, it it's shouldn't a common, be. <laughs> it's a common but thing that parents do. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that can be really tough for the kid. Yeah. But if we look at the series, I think mm. in that process, did she get to know and fully know her daughter? Did yeah. Lorelai fully know Rory? Mm. Or did she really more impose herself and her needs and her Mm. desires on this little being in terms of you know we both love pop tarts and the same food and coffee and the same movies and all of these things that she says throughout 
the series, but then as Rory ages, we mm-hmm. see her really look different from yeah. Lorelai. Yeah. And by the end, I think by se- season seven, she goes from, you know, eating Pop-Tarts to eating pa- paella and lobster. Right. Like she's making a salad in, in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> We're like, we've That's never right. seen you make a salad before. Yes. Yeah. So I think we see her grow out of that shadow um, that maybe was somewhat imposed on her. Yeah. And it, it's not that I'm saying that it was all bad for Rory. I'm just questioning how that impacted her and her personality and her growth and development. Definitely. Um, and, of course, understanding what Lorelai needed and why. Mm-hmm. I think we can understand mm-hmm. that growing up mm-hmm. in her household was tough. Yeah. And why she needed oh, yeah. that love and affection right. <laughs> from and someone. It was like she had this chance for a do-over family of her own creation. That's right. And that was just her and Rory and nobody else. Yes. Yeah. And they were best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so let's keep talking, Jackie, about sometimes that their best friendship, mother-daughter relationship mm. was maybe not the best for Rory or just kind of confusing. Yeah. We've gone there a little bit, yeah. but... um. Even as early as season one, do you remember the double date that Rory and Dean had with Lane and, oh my gosh, what was his name? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The kid who worked (laughs) on bikes with Dean. Yes. They're pals. That's right. And Lane thought that he was like the love of her life. Yes. He clearly wasn't. But Rory lied to Lorelai about where they were going so that Lorelai wouldn't have to lie to Mrs. Kim. I love that. (laughs) The logic she's is very funny. So smart. Yeah. And Lorelai figures out. She's like, did you really lie to me so that I wouldn't have to lie to another mom? She's she like, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like Rory was kind of confused, I think, about her role. She was. Yeah. So she was being a friend to Lane at the same time, protecting her mother. Yeah. <laughs> what a dual role to play. Yeah. As a 16-year-old. Right. Yes. Most, and I would say most teenagers are... A little more, I mean, you're kind of supposed to be self-absorbed as a teenager, not in a bad way, just in like a, this is true for most teenagers way. And, and at the same time, Rory had it in her mind though, to kind of look out for Lorelai's interests. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think she always had that at her heart. Yeah. And another time that I thought about, um, when it was really confusing for Rory was the entire Max Medina. Oh, I totally. mean, that one really oh, gets me in the in heart. In my notes, I wrote down all of Max. All of Max. Like, the entire relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but the, like the date, not telling her about the first date, yeah. kissing in school, the, uh, the engagement, engagement, like not letting him really move into the house, but sort of moving into the yeah. house, not telling Roy that they were talking again yeah. after they took a break, like the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. And I think when they really come to fight about it was at the Cheshire Cat. For sure. After the broken engagement. Yes. And that one, I just, I always, I'm trying to analyze Lorelai in that moment. Like I know. So I think everyone knows what we're talking about. Um, So the engagement is broken off. Mm -hmm. Lorelai doesn't actually say that she busts into Rory's room and says we're going on a road trip exactly Rory's confused and says aren't yeah, you getting what? married is the I think Rory has to say is the engagement off she does she has to prompt Lorelai like, is the wedding still happening yeah 
Yeah, because it's the wedding song. Yeah, it's Lorelai can't freaking say it. No. And then she admits, no. Okay, we're going on a road trip. It's sort of frantic feeling. Mm -hmm. And now they're going on this road trip. And then, again, we see the two different personalities in this road trip. Yeah. Lorelai wants to have no map, drive wherever. Of course. Listen to music. Rory wants her map. She wants to know exactly where this they're is, going. Because Lorelai is an Enneagram 7 and Rory's, right. oh, and Rory's a 1. Catherine, you we'll cannot get... wait to talk about the Enneagram. I cannot wait to talk about it. I'm not an expert, but like this episode that's so Lorelai's 7-ness, being like, my engagement's off, we're going on a road trip. Like that's just being not 7. <laughs> I want to have fun. Yeah. Right. We're not going to use the map. But then, <laughs> and yeah, we'll get into that more later, but... I was kind of pissed at Lorelai in that episode. Absolutely. Rory wants to know what the heck just happened with this man you were going to move into our house and was going to be my stepfather. And Lorelai won't freaking talk about it. she's a child. That was so immature. Yes. (laughs) And Rory's like, you know, I understand if you want just the drive to be quiet and you might say, let's talk about it Mm -hmm. at lunch or at this time. Mm No, she will not talk about it. That was so babyish. Yeah. Actually fight when they're sharing a bed Mm -hmm. at the Cheshire Cat, yelling at each other. No, it's none of your business. Yeah. None of her business. Right. (laughs) Right. Like you treat her as an equal part of this household. Mm -hmm. And then you want to pull the mom card and say, this is my business and not yours. It's like, wait a minute. That's not the relationship you set up. Absolutely with your daughter. Not. Absolutely not. And even, let's say, they hadn't gone along as these, quote, best friends along, I still think that you owe your daughter an explanation about why you're not getting good care, or married. You sure do. And if you're not ready to talk about it with your daughter, then you go on a road trip alone, right. or you go with your actual friend Suki, or something like mm-hmm. that. But she, So she wanted it both ways. Both she wanted ways. to bring Rory, because mm-hmm. she was her BFF, yep. and they love spending time together. Yep. But then she didn't want to actually be a mom about anything. Nope. Super confusing. And then another time I feel like Rory was caught between being a daughter and an adult was the whole termite situation. Mm. Yeah. That was a good one. So termites, I think this is season two when termites, um, you know, it invade mm. the structure of their house mm. and they need... Lorelai needs like fifteen or twenty thousand dollars to repair it, which she doesn't have. Mm-hmm. She's a single mom, um, doing her best, but she does not have that. And when they're at um, the Gilmore's Friday night dinner, Rory just goes and tells Emily about it because she's like not confident at this point that Lorelai's going to find a solution. Yes, she's worried because again, she's been kind of an adult in this family. Um, That's right. And Lorelai gets really mad. She gets really mad. And to be fair, Lorelai at that point had told her I had applied for three or four loans and didn't Mm -hmm, get them. mm -hmm. So she was keeping her up to date on the adult aspect Mm -hmm. of the termite situation. Mm -hmm. So when they went to the Gilmore's house, it it was sort of fair that Rory is involved in this conversation. Yeah. And when she asked, she's like troubleshooting essentially, like Mm -hmm. trying to brainstorm ideas because she's this smart kid. She is. Who's been involved with, like, problems they've had in the house before, Mm -hmm. probably. Yeah, which makes sense. And she sees this easy opportunity. Like, well, my grandparents are rich. Right. (laughs) We've done this before. (laughs) Right. We did it for children. Let's just tack on a few more grand. Really? Is it going to bring the total up that much? Not quite understanding 
the baggage involved for Lorelai in asking for money. Right. So she explains that to Rory afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, you know, I, it was hard for me to ask them for the Chilton money and I did it, but I'm going to find another way out here. But, um, you know, I just don't think that really she could, that she kind of deserved to be as angry as Rory as she was. Yes. Yeah. It could have been delivered a little more softly. Yeah. (laughs) I get where, I get why Rory did it. Yeah, absolutely. I would have done it. Yeah. And then same thing when, speaking of loans and money, when um, Lorelai pays her parents back for Chilton. Oh, yeah. In Happy Birthday Baby Mm -hmm. in season three. Rory gets kind of mad this time. She does. You know, she's like, you didn't have to do it like that. Mm -hmm. Because obviously Emily took it as a sign of this is the end of Friday night dinners. This is your end of your obligation to me. We're never going to see you again. And Rory can kind of see both sides of it. She sees how Lorelai wanted to be freed of the obligation. But she also sees how Emily just wants these two girls to be around them. Exactly. And it's going to kind of not destroy their relationship, but it's going to put a good dent in it. Yeah. Rory's in the progress thinking, they've made. Can we just keep going to the dinners? Right. <laughs> Let's just right. She's almost caught as peacemaker between yes. the two of them at that point. Yes, for sure. Yep. And the other time I thought of where this is tough for Rory is the entire college application process. Um, where I feel we know that Lorelai didn't go through the college application process no. and not even close we know that she has a lot of feelings about Yale yeah but I think it's confusing I think any a lot of people know that when you apply to schools you often apply to a, a few yeah um especially if you're a student like Rory yes and so it was just funny to me that Lorelai sort of had her head in the sand about the the fact that her child was going to apply to one school Seriously. and thought that was normal. Did she really believe that? Yeah, I just, like, I find that baffling. That? We're applying to one school, the end, just Harvard, just I Harvard. I just can't get past that. Right. It seems like anyone, any adult in their 30s would have known would know. that that was not possible. Mm-hmm. And that Rory <sighs> had to hide the yeah. fact. She really did. She did hide completely. The fact that she was applying to other schools right. really just to keep her mom calm. Exactly. And feeling Never mind okay. the fact that her safeties were like Princeton. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I bet people are really mad about that. Yeah, people I mean, who I are was. in college or teenagers, right? And are, and are going through the process or have been through it. And they're like, excuse me, yeah. that's not a safety. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a little confusing. Um, and then, you know, and then Lorelai didn't seem to have a handle on... Uh, financial aid no getting financial aid what did that mean no. she's so surprised when they don't get financial aid Seriously. I'm thinking as a parent you know shouldn't we be <laughs> preparing for this I and know. knowing where the money's gonna come from if your child wants to go to Yale right even so, with financial need did she think a hundred percent of it was gonna come from exactly Yale? Like, exactly my question or Harvard like not only was Rory gonna get into Harvard right. her only school but that Harvard was gonna fund her hundred percent tuition yeah no worries. It's just naive. It's very naive. Yeah. So all of that, I think, it was really um, on Rory's shoulders to figure out, and it then was. kind of hide from her mom. So those were those were really tough, big events big. For, for Rory to handle. They were. They made it confusing for her. They did. Um, so do you think, like, you? Well, let me ask you a question. Um, do you think that? Lorelai denied Rory some of the opportunities 
because of her insistence that they be, you know, a pair. I mean, I've, I feel like I've read some books and watched some movies where the child is like, oh, my parents had this us against the world mentality, like a single parent. And that's not true for everybody. But um, it reminds me of when Lorelai and Rory first kind of got involved with the Gilmores again. Do you remember the whole golfing thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so Rory allegedly has to come up with a sport for Chilton, which we never see again. Never see but, again. <laughs> um, Emily kind of, you know, makes Richard take Rory out to learn golf. And Lorelai is shocked when Rory comes home and says, oh, it wasn't that bad. I actually had kind of a good, I don't even know if she says I had a good time. Yeah, I think she But does. saying, saying that it wasn't that bad through Lorelai for a loop. Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that she's wearing that hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lorelai's really thrown by beret. all of it. Yeah. The little beret. Yeah. That, that she, she enjoyed is. some time at the country club yeah. and what Lorelai calls her old world is that what she no what does she call she referred to her other world or where she came from yeah and that she thinks that Rory would have never enjoyed Mm -hmm. that kind of world and she's constantly surprised whenever Rory does something from that world from that world and she says it at the coming out too the coming out she says um this is all the stuff I ran away from I just assumed you'd be running with me assumed <laughs> Lorelai <laughs> we just can't assume what our kids are going to do or what they're going to enjoy and right. and the other part I think about that too was that Yale um, alumni party when uh, the Gilmore the story and it's Yale all the boys <laughs> can we just call it the male, the male Yale, party? Yale party I love that but when she comes home in that limo and oh, that's yeah. when Logan's involved and all those guys and I find that actually kind of heartbreaking I for Lorelai in that moment but she's seeing her daughter. Yeah, you know, it like makes me want to cry. It does, yeah. She's um, like, because Rory's kind of drunk. And yeah, she's stumbling she's out of the limo with mm-hmm. like all these guys, but clearly having fun. Clearly having fun. But she was supposed to be with Dean. Yeah. So all of those things that Lorelai expected and mapped out, you know, she doesn't like to be surprised. No. Um, was hard for her, and that she was in that world tonight. That night, totally was really hard for Lorelai. So. Yeah, we know that that's a big trigger for for Lorelai. It is. um, To let her explore that world. It is. And it makes me wonder, you know, based on those reactions to the Maliel party and the coming out and the golf, holding her back, though, from the Gilmores for the first 15 years of her Mm -hmm. life could be seen as a detriment. I mean, I think it probably was Mm -hmm. detrimental to Rory. She could have had these other parental figures in her life that yes maybe they didn't create a warm and soft fuzzy environment for Lorelai but grandparents are different I would say like adults are different as grandparents than they are as parents you just don't know how they're gonna be like we see that with Richard he has this soft spot for Rory that he probably never had for Lorelai and Lorelai didn't let Emily and Richard even really explore who they were as grandparents she just assumed they were going to be the kind of grandparents that they were as parents that's true I mean I agree with you and I would love to think that they would be amazing grandparents I also think about when Rory moved in there oh yeah and how they acted as 
grandparents, they became more like parents. So it makes me wonder if they had been grandparents to her that whole time, would they have become overly involved? Right. And what would have happened? Mm -hmm. So I I don't know. I think it's hard to know. You're right. I think they would have expected expected things from Rory that were not authentic to her. And Lorelai would have spent a lot of time kind of battling up against them. Yes. And so she decided to just call it quits and not even deal with that. Yes. Which Which is is kind of understandable. It's understandable. (laughs) It's also a little selfish. It is. Sure. Yeah. You can understand boundaries and needing boundaries sometimes from certain family members. But yeah. Then how does that play out? Mm -hmm. And maybe she didn't feel up for it at that point in her life. No. To... She did that with her parents. Yeah. I don't think yeah. she had like the, the mental space to figure right. all that out right. and be a single working mom That's right. and yeah. support her daughter and, and hold a job and yeah. all that stuff. So there we were. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, deep dive into the relationship. <sighs> yeah. Wow. That was a journey. <laughs> it was a journey. <laughs> I mean, Lorelai and Rory are the foundation of the show and we just, we see how this conflict between being best friends and being mother and daughter keeps popping up over the whole show i'm sure we'll keep having lots of thoughts about it we will we will for (laughs) sure so before we wrap up this is a segment that we call you got tatsied just like the scent of tatsy's perfume which never quite leaves your clothes no Gilmore girls never quite leave our brains no it doesn't so Here's how Gilmore Girls showed up in our real lives this week. Yeah. You have something? I I have one. Okay. Yeah, I definitely have one. All right. So as you know, we're doing some construction on our house right now. And so we're not using the door that we usually use to get into the house. We're using the front door and it's very, very old. It's awful. The lock doesn't work. And it, I have to, like, drop all my bags and use two hands just to turn the lock to get in. It takes so much effort. And I was doing this the other day, and I thought of two Gilmore Girls references at the same time. One was when Rory moved in with Paris in that awful apartment, like, her, the beginning of her senior year, yes. where they had the five different locks, and you had to kick it and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And someone was like, wow, you really got to work for it, huh? <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking that as I was pulling on the key, trying to get into my house, thinking, you really got to work for it. That's great. And the other one actually comes from the revival. Do you remember when um, Paris and Doyle are, well, they're in the process of breaking up, but they have a couple of kids and they're in this like Manhattan (laughs) brownstone, which is, I don't know, it's like at least four floors high or something like that. Mm And they have to use this, and they're like, the stairs, the stairs, there's so many stairs. Don't let the nanny go up the stairs or she's going to quit. I do remember that. <laughs> and I kept thinking, like, the door, like, it's so, why is it so hard to get into my house? Just like for them, it was so hard to go up to the, the third floor to get their reading glasses, yeah. you know. <laughs> Do I wouldn't put in an elevator. Exactly. <laughs> he wanted to maintain the integrity of the, the pre-war rude. apartment, right? <laughs> Well, thank you all for joining us this week. You all are awesome. Yeah, and we want to know your thoughts about this episode. We talked about a lot. We want to hear what you think about Lorelai and Rory's relationship, whether they were best as, you know, best friends or as mother and daughter. So come hang out with us on Instagram at Gilmore. That's two G's in the middle. 
and tell us your opinions. We would love to hear them. And of course, subscribe so that you never miss an episode. See you next time. Copper boom.